CBDC is the only bank dedicated exclusively to entrepreneurs. That's why we're proud to support women entrepreneurs with the Thrive Podcast, providing startup women with the support and resources they need to start and grow their business. An award-winning entrepreneur, one of Canada's most powerful women, and Startup Canada's ambassador for women entrepreneurs. This is your host, Janice McDonald, for the Thrive Podcast on the Startup Canada Podcast Network. You're listening to the Thrive Podcast on the Startup Canada Podcast Network, a show inspiring, connecting, and educating women entrepreneurs across Canada. On this show, we connect you with leading innovators, change makers, and organizations helping women to own it in entrepreneurship. The Thrive Podcast is a production of Startup Canada, the national rallying community and voice for Canada's 2.3 million entrepreneurs. This podcast is presented in partnership with Business Development Bank of Canada, the only bank devoted exclusively to entrepreneurs. Make your way over to startupcan.ca forward slash podcasts to subscribe to the Thrive community and subscribe to listen to this podcast on iTunes and Google Play Music. I'm your host, Janice McDonald, president of the Beacon Agency and Startup Canada's ambassador for women entrepreneurs. We are thrilled to have Maria Locker, founder and CEO of Mompreneurs, on our show today. Mompreneurs supports, educates, and empowers moms in business. It's a company founded on the premise that it is possible to have a successful business and a thriving family life without sacrificing one for the other. Maria is also CEO of Mompreneur Properties, including the Mompreneur Momentum Enterprise of Canada, Mompreneur Magazine, the Mompreneur Awards, and the Mompreneurs Conference. Maria dove into entrepreneurship after leaving her teaching career to be home with her two young children. After finding a common bond with other moms and women running businesses while keeping a healthy family life, well, Mompreneurs was born. Maria attributes attributes her success to unending support, and encouragement received from family, friends, and colleagues. She hopes to be an inspiration to many more mompreneurs who have a passion for helping others and doing what they love. Welcome to the show, Maria. Thank you. Thank you so much to be here. So, uh, boy, you have a lot on the go. (laughs) You're running many uh, different portions of this uh, big business. What today, when you think about our conversation, what's the key message you hope our listeners will take away from our conversation today? Well, I think the biggest key message I'd hope everyone to take away is that really when you're a mompreneur or an entrepreneur of any kind, whether you're a mom or not, your business life and your family life really are intertwined. And so our organization is really trying to hit home the fact that you really can't separate those two parts of your life. They really play together and it's okay and it can be done successfully. And we're here to help you along the way. Wonderful. So why don't you tell us about how this whole bold vision got started? (laughs) Well, truly, I mean, like you mentioned, um, I was a 
kindergarten teacher, actually. And uh, when I had my kids, I had them about 18 months apart. I decided that it really didn't make sense for me to go and teach 30 other children and leave my two with someone else. It just... It, it tore my heart out. So um, I did some freelance marketing work on the side and started to discover that there really were a lot of women entrepreneurs out there who weren't talking about the fact that they ran a business. It was like when their mommy hat was on, they couldn't talk about work. And I found that really strange. I grew up in an entrepreneurial family. We all worked every single day in the business. And um it just, it was our family life. It was our life, work and family together. And so I really didn't understand why the women I were I was meeting were having a hard time talking about it. So uh, it really came from that. It really just came from a place of wanting to be connected with other women and helping them find a community that they felt comfortable in, where it could be okay to talk about you know, not sleeping last night because your baby was up crying all night or, you know, working on grade six math homework, whatever it might be. Uh, we, I really wanted to foster a place of safety and support. So is that the gap that mompreneur fills in the entrepreneurship community? It, it, is it that and other things? How would you describe it? It, it started out as that, I would say, um, and it's really evolved into a community that embraces women entrepreneurs from every walk of life. We have women in our community who are moms, who are not moms, um, who have large families or who are taking care of an elder parent. And so the discussion has really revolved around how do you intertwine those two parts of your life without jeopardizing one or the other? You know, no one can successfully have a thriving business without somehow having it affect their family and vice versa. Your family can be perfectly successful, but maybe sometimes you sacrifice some of your business life. And so that's really uh, what the business has evolved to become as a community of over 17,000 women across Canada and actually uh, into North America and worldwide. These women are like-minded, business-focused, but also very family oriented. That's a, an impressive size community, both in Canada and globally. Um, and so are you finding at the heart of it is we hear about work-life balance and we know that that's challenging, uh, particularly for mompreneurs, but um, we also hear about this idea of work-life integration. Is that also part of a discussion that's happening in your community? A hundred percent. That's probably the, the, best way to describe what we are trying to foster for mompreneurs in our community. Um, You know, the discussion has really shifted from being about a a stay-at-home mom with a baby on her hip, which I think was really what a lot of people thought of when they heard the word mompreneur. Mm -hmm. And it's shifted to these powerful businesswomen who have created a business, whether through mompreneur motherhood or, you know, leaving corporate and starting something that they're truly passionate about. Um, That work-life integration is key because it's the only way for things to work. It really is. I, we're really trying to shift that discussion for women everywhere. 17,000 across Canada and globally, this gives you a really good sense of the challenges that mompreneurs are facing. What What's the biggest or some of the biggest challenges that you hear about from your community? 
Well, I think aside from, you know, most entrepreneurs struggle with financial literacy or, you know, cash flow and all those standard things. What I find the biggest thing most of our members will mention is time management and balance, really. And it's it's that word balance will keep coming up and we try to kind of stray away from it. Um, But time management for a lot of women in our group seems to be the biggest struggle. You know, how do I take care of my family, you know, make sure breakfast is on the table or dinner is on the table. But at the same time, how do I answer all the emails that are waiting in my inbox, ship out all those products that have been ordered, you know, make sure my customer service, my employees, all of that is working the way it's supposed to. That really seems to be the biggest challenge for the majority of women in our group. And when you're when you're hearing about it, what are the strategies that members are using to achieve that success and try and integrate those two sides and and have some kind of balance so that they're winning on both sides of that equation? Well, I think really in a lot of the articles and um, messages that we put out there, we try to encourage women to to see the value in being a hundred percent involved in whatever they're focused on at a particular moment. So if you are home and your kids have come home from school, be a hundred percent in with that purpose in mind. You know what? My kids are walking through the door. I'm theirs, even if it's for 20 minutes and then start having the discussion about, okay, I've got a, an online meeting at this time. So make sure you guys are prepared and, and just start to have the discussion around really making use of time. We also have quite a lot of educational program available on our website. And one of the biggest, I would say, if not the most popular resource we've offered is a time map template, which splits up everybody's 24 hours in a really reasonable amount of chunking. And it also comes with some uh, guidance and, and feedback in terms of how to split your day up so that you're not feeling like you're torn in a million directions. Can you kind of expand on that a little bit? It sounds really interesting. (laughs) It is. So, well, time mapping is really taking that 24 hours in every day that every person has and saying to yourself, what do I absolutely need to do at certain times? So for me, for example, my kids are still school aged. They're Mm -hmm. still quite young. They're in grades four and six. So for me, I know that between 7 a.m. and 9 a.m., I'm mom. I'm not booking any calls unless it's absolutely urgent. I'm not booking any meetings unless I absolutely have to, like a trade show or a speaking engagement. But most times, I would say about 340 days out of the year, I'm mom during those two hours in the morning every single day. Mm -hmm. So on my time map, I'm very realistic with myself. And I know that I'm not stressing about sending out an email or doing something in the morning when I'm dedicated to my kids at that time. And vice versa, when I'm booking my time during a day in my time map between 9 a.m. and 2 p.m., I am full on business. I will not be going out and buying groceries. I'm not, you know, going and getting my hair done. That's work hours. That's office hours for me. And so I split that up into reasonable amounts of time to get the tasks done that I need to every single day. That sounds so useful, such a practical tip. And so can you say your website so people who want to access this amazing resource and others can go to it? For sure. So you can access actually the majority of our 
resources are free online. You can go to themompreneur.com and it is spelled a little funny. So Janice, I'm guessing there will be a link there somewhere. Um, but it is T H E M O M P R E N E U R.com. Perfect. And when I hear you describing that, what I'm also hearing that comes to mind is, so we, we create a, a time map and use this template that that allows us to maximize our time, but we also have to give ourselves permission to to be those different roles, right? So when your mom to say, no, I give myself permission to to fully embed myself in that and 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 not think about work is, am I getting that right? Exactly. And, and it doesn't work the same for everybody. You know, what works for me might not work for you, but what Mm -hmm. we're finding is when women feel like they have a little bit of leeway and they are able to say, no, you know what, maybe that two hours from 7am to 9am, if my kids are, you know, off to university, or if I, I don't have kids, but I'm, I want that two hours to myself. Maybe that's you at the gym. Maybe that's you doing whatever, you know, meditation or, or business development in the morning. Everybody's going to have a different um, version that works for them. But the point is that you should be able to give yourself a little bit of both lifestyle and business. Otherwise, you know, it can't be all work and no play, right? Right. Absolutely. And I think the other thing that goes along with that is when you have clarity around your values, that can be easier because then you understand, as you just mentioned, for example, you know, self-care and working out and making time for that. Maybe in your case, not between nine and two, but maybe you're getting up earlier and doing it before, you know, the kids are up or whatever that may be. But um, that values piece, I think, is important as well. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And the fact that so many women, not just Canadian, but really so many women that access this resource will write us and say to us, oh my goodness, it's so simple. It really is so simple to break it up into small chunks, but you don't think about it. You think I have 12 hours and I'm awake in a day or 14 hours and you just try and cram in as much as you can. So it's really <laughs> trying to get a structured way to approach your day. Yeah, this is fabulous. This strategic approach to the time that's available to to give women that confidence to do all the things they need to do. So the other way that I think you add confidence for mompreneurs is you have programs and events. You do all kinds of things on your different properties. So can you share, give us an insight on, um, you know, what what each of the properties do and um, and and what kind of programs and events? Um, so and we do have a lot going on. So stop me at any time because I often feel like I need to take a deep breath <laughs> to okay. mention all that we're doing. But okay. um, one of the so we, we've already talked about the education that really comes from our nonprofit side. We've been fortunate enough to have funding through both the government of Canada and some partners. And what they've done is they've funded a lot of the resources that we're able to offer free of charge for entrepreneurs anywhere in Canada. Wow. Amazing. You know, that can sometimes include in-person workshops. We have a lot of downloadable templates and webinars and just so much available. Um, Through our magazine, we actually put that out quarterly and that's a fun project for me. I, I love doing the magazine. It gives me a chance to highlight a lot of our members who are experts in their field. Um, we, it's a 52 page magazine and that's subscribed to 5,000 people across Canada. 
and we also offer it for free online. And in-person and online events are really where we find the biggest success for our members. We've just started really introducing a lot more online programming so that we can touch and support women entrepreneurs from anywhere in Canada, whether we have a physical representation in their community or not. Um, you know, so we're noticing that women in Nova Scotia or women, you know, on Vancouver Island, really as far east and west and even recently someone from the Yukon, they're able to access our resources, meet online face to face with <clears throat> fellow members, excuse me, and uh, and actually take part in discussions and give their feedback and listen to feedback. It's probably the biggest key area for our membership is just that one-on-one or one-on-many connectedness, really feeling like part of a community. And then last but not least, we have our national awards and conference. So we do this every year, similar to startup, actually. We really we really want to recognize as many women entrepreneurs as we can. Mm-hmm. Um, today, actually, we just closed the voting session for our 2018 awards. We had just over 1,200 nominated. And wow. Two- yeah, it's been an amazing year for the awards so far. Um, 1,200 women nominated and recognized. We had 205 of them officially labeled as entrants. And now uh, we've actually fostered over 90,000 votes in one week for these women, which is unheard of. We've never had such an amazing response. And we have to now wait a month for our judges to deliberate, Mm -hmm. to name our 20 finalists out of that 205. That's amazing. What's (laughs) your secret? Like how, Maria, did you you manage to get 90,000 votes as an example? Like this is quite a strong community. It's an amazing community, but I have to say the votes came directly from these 205 women who have been in the running. The votes are all them. And it's probably one of the most fun things to watch is we try to encourage the women to get out there, get out of their comfort zone and ask for people's support. Okay. You'd be surprised how so they have hard to mobilize. They do. And obviously they did. <laughs> That's so. amazing. And can you take us back to your foundation? So tell us a little bit more about that, because that sounds like some pretty inspiring stuff going on there. Yeah. Well, we, um, it's new. I'd say we're about two and a half years in with the foundation. And um, for us, it's a way to to pledge our support for women entrepreneurs, whether they sign up for a paid membership or not. We really, we really wanted women to understand that we are here for them to support them, mm-hmm. no matter what stage of business they're in, no matter how long they've been in business. Uh, we want them to feel like they're in a safe place. And so the nonprofit side of Mompreneurs gives us that opportunity to really give back as much as we can. We we fund all of the awards through the nonprofit side. So we actually give out thousands of dollars in prizing. Wow. Um, and it, it's just a way for us to be connected without feeling like women have to take part in the financial side of things if they're not able to at any time. It's, that's really cool and inspiring that you've got this kind of whole suite of offerings for mompreneurs. It's it's amazing. So tell us though, what what's included if I decide, however, that I want to you know get a mompreneur membership? Mm-hmm. Um, we have two levels of the paid 
uh, entry. And so it really ranges between 395 or 595 a year. And the difference is really whether you want to be promoted on a local level uh, or whether you want some national exposure. So at that top level, which is our Elite Plus membership, we are able to feature members in our national magazine. We're able to feature them on stage at our national conference. Okay. We're able to feature them as experts online, whether it's for our mastermind sessions, whether it's for our webinars, whatever it might be. So we say really generally everyone's eligible at the elite level. If you want to take it up a notch and really be known across Canada Mm -hmm. as one of our top members and one of the experts in your field, Elite Mm -hmm. Plus is for you. And that's $5.95 a year. That would be $5.95 a year. And we are actually in the new year going to be introducing a new membership, Mm -hmm. which is going to be called the Legacy Membership. And this will be an opportunity for women who don't necessarily need to network. They've been in business for at least 10 to 15 years, they've, you know, reached a million in revenue minimum Mm -hmm. and they want to give back. And so I won't give all the details there because we'll launch it at our national conference in March. Okay. It's going to be a really exciting membership as well. And uh, Maria, do people have to be a member to come to your conference? How does that all work? No, the conference is open to anyone. And we usually do get about 20% attendees who just come to see what it's all about. It's open to anyone. It's um, this year for 2018, it will be the weekend of International Women's Day. It's Friday, March 2nd and Saturday, March 3rd in Toronto. And so all those details, again, can be found on the website for people who are excited to learn more about that. Absolutely. It's... um, it's not your typical conference, I'll say that. Oh, <laughs> it's, that's it's, because? Well, because it's really an opportunity for the women who attend to not only get educational insights and mm-hmm. inspiration from the speakers, um, all the topics range from business to family. So we really do, just like we talked about the community that we serve, mm-hmm. we serve that in person at the conference as well. We, it's not solid business advice and it's not all lifestyle. It's a good mesh of both. And we throw in some pampering and shopping because really (laughs) we're women. Let's be honest. That's what we want. Okay. That sounds so fun. So tell us, because you've expanded your business and, and mompreneur has been around for a while. How many years now? We're seven, almost Mm, seven years, almost okay. eight years. So almost eight years in business and you have expanded into these different lines of business, which I think any mompreneur would be excited to do. How have you kind of strategically come up with the different, you know, the plan to do this? Because it's very bold. It's very exciting. Thank you. Well, I would love to say that I was organized from day one. Um, <laughs> but I think like any startup, you you start your business and you just evolve over time as the people around you and your customers ask. And so when we started, we were doing a lot of small local community shows. We were we were really a local type of aspect in terms of an organization. Mm-hmm. And now just over time, it's grown based on what our members seem to need. Everything has shifted to a lot more online presence, like we talked about, because mm-hmm. people are busy. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, as much as people want face-to-face, you can do face-to-face online. So that's a really cool part of what we do. I would say that I probably, when I started out my five-year plan, 
was to have at least one chapter of mompreneurs in another community outside of my own. I'm from a small community and just outside of Toronto. Okay. And, um, in the first two years we actually had 20. And so, so we really just grew organically and I, everything shifted based on what people asked. So now what we're finding is we've shifted away from chapters because we can't be everywhere and we want people, no matter where they are in Canada to feel like they're a part, even if they don't have someone in their community. So we've mm-hmm. become one massive organization that does everything for the greater good. And I, I'm thrilled with where it's gone. And I have a feeling we'll be headed internationally in the next few years, just based on what we're seeing right now. That demand that people are, they, they want it. Yeah. So you said you're already outside of Canada as well. Well, we have members, believe it or not, um, in places like Kuala Lumpur and Abu Dhabi and New Zealand, Auckland. Like we have women signing up to be a part of our organization that I never intended at this point to even have it be so. Um, But of course, we're welcoming to anyone. We have a lot of members in the U.S. too, but you know, we're not technically doing anything there. So for us, we, we see the demand. We're just mm-hmm. trying to figure out how to continue to evolve and shift the business to help them. I think it's fun also for our listeners to hear that, you know, with this exciting success and the different properties that you've expanded to, that you're still having to reinvent and redecide what, you know, make decisions around what next looks like and what the, the new five-year plan might be. Oh, it's, I I think it's probably the most exciting part, right? And, Mm -hmm. you know, even myself, we started out just with me and, uh, you know, some licensees is what we called them. And now, you know, I've been able to take some of the key members of our team and give them positions within our headquarters so that we continue to grow as a team. You know, we now have a COO, we now have a director of member relations, um, you know. So how big is the team now, Maria? The team, including myself, were about seven strong. It's amazing. Um, Congratulations. Thank you. For me, it means that it means that it's not just me. It really is a collective. It's not just me laid up at night trying to figure out how to grow the company. It's in everyone's best interest to make it grow. And I'm so thankful because there's no way I could do this on my own anymore. So true. What about, uh, you said that you had, uh, you were engaged and involved in a family business. Were those, were there early lessons that you learned that have helped you in your success with mompreneur? I think so. I'd like to think so. Anyway, I was two when my family opened up their business. Um, and it's still running now it's 35 years in. And, um, I think the biggest lesson for me was seeing how hard my parents worked Mm -hmm. and knowing that, if I was going to be an entrepreneur, I really had to figure out how to make better use of my time so that my family life didn't suffer. Um, I'm finding now that my parents are older, we've had more time together, but in the young stage of the business, you know, as a young kid, all you want is time with your family, right? (laughs) You just want to be with your parents. And a lot of times that meant for me as a kid being with them at our place of business. And so I would say that was the biggest lesson is just do what you love, be passionate about it. And it really does come around, but make sure you're balanced enough to, to make both sides work. So people who love what they're hearing and are excited about Mompreneur and the membership, how can they get involved in this special community that you've built? 
The first thing we always tell people to do is just sign up. So, you know, even if you want to sign up at the free level and mm-hmm. just get a sense of the community and some of the other women that are a part of this, I can tell you as much as I want, but really to hear from other members who have found incredible support, who have made lifelong friendships, who have tripled their business that I can't do that, right? Our members mm-hmm. can do that. And there's no shortage of those members who can share with you. So I would say, just join us, sign up for the free membership. We can welcome you into our, our Facebook group just for members. So you can really see that we're truly here to help you and support you and would love to have you be a part of it. So to be clear, there is a a free membership that people can start with. Mm -hmm. So they can just sign up and, and join your community. That's it. Perfect. So that's for step one. And then are there any, um, any of your mompreneurs you'd like to highlight right now? Any that come to mind that you'd like our listeners to know about? I would love to do that. But if I started with one, I would probably go to bed guilty at night, not having mentioned all. Um, But what I will say is that we are really fortunate to have members from, honestly, every industry you can think of. So whether they're lawyers, doctors, nurses, uh, we have makeup artists, we have wedding designers, we honestly, if you name a business, we have a mompreneur for that. And that's probably one of the biggest things I will share is that mompreneurs are truly doing so much and can do anything. Mm -hmm. It's quite incredible to see. That's pretty exciting. So step one is join. Step two is go to the website and learn all about the businesses. So are people's businesses listed? And they, I have the website right in front of me. So mm-hmm. it's yeah, uh, it's a great actually, website. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. Um, you can read their success stories. So if you um, go to that heading that will say member success stories, you can read all about uh, our highlighted members. Read where their story came from, their why you know, what drives them in business. Those are really fun stories to read. And just looking right now, it's so exciting. Why should your business expand to another country? That's one listing. How to lock away fear of public speaking. That's another one. And on and on and on. I mean, these are how to increase your email signups. These are amazing resources. So if if talking to Maria hasn't done it for you, how about just having a look at this website, which is is really inspiring. And, And I think it's exciting to have a community where women can have the kind of conversations that they need to have because entrepreneurs is hard. It is. And, you know, I know that the startup community really ranges, you know, you have a lot of men and women and the women in your community are all over the place, whether they're young or old or new business owners. Um, but I'd really love to say, you know, we do have a lot of men that come out to our events and our conference. So I should put that in there. And we do welcome women, no matter what stage of life they're in. So I, you know, if you're listening and you're thinking to yourself, but I'm not a mom, trust me, this community can be for you. If you're open to just welcoming the conversation about family and work life together. 
That's amazing. I think that's a beautiful message to leave on one of inclusion and community. Maria, it has been such a delight to talk to you today about your exciting and community building community. (laughs) And uh, here you are as CEO of Mompreneur Properties. They do include, as we mentioned, the Mompreneur Momentum Enterprise of Canada, the Mompreneur Magazine, the Mompreneur Awards, and conference that you referenced. And so to all of our listeners here today, check out the website and um, you'll be able to find out really, I think, uh, all kinds of valuable, as you mentioned, information from your whether it's from your foundation or your your website in general and really helpful. So any uh, last comments you want to share with our listeners, Maria, the floor is yours. Uh, thank you, Janice. The only thing I'll say is for anyone looking to find out more about us, we welcome you with open arms to our National Mompreneurs Conference. That is the most fun you'll have in two days. Um, so definitely, if you get a chance, we'd love to see you there. And tickets are still available. Yep. You'll find all the information online on our website. And we're just actually about to start announcing speakers. So it's going to be a fun couple months ahead. Well, Maria Locker, founder and CEO of Mompreneurs, it's been a delight to speak to you. And thank you so much. You too. Thanks, Janice. Thank you for joining us this week on The Thrive Podcast, a show inspiring, connecting, and educating women entrepreneurs across Canada. Visit startupcan.ca forward slash women to find resources designed to support thriving women-owned businesses across Canada. And visit startupcan.ca for the latest episodes of the Startup Canada podcast hosted by Rivers Corbett. And to learn about the latest startup community news and events, like our popular startup chats on Twitter every Wednesday and Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern. Until next time, I'm Janice McDonald. 